Hi everyone. Welcome to this episode of Forgotten Books. I am the greedy reader and I love talking to you about books. Books from the past. Books that may have slipped from public memory. Books that ought to be read by as many readers as possible. Books that will talk to you, that will sweep you along with the narrative and books that will enchant you. Books all kinds of books i love talking to you about all kinds of books today's forgotten book has a very quaint name and i borrowed this from the library purely because of the name and this book is called the elegance of the hedgehog it was originally written in french by muriel barbery and translated into english by the supremely talented elison anderson This does not fall strictly under the classification of a forgotten book. It was published in 2006, but I feel that this should be read more and this should be talked about more. So, I have got this for you in this episode of Forgotten Books. This is a quiet, elegant book that needs to be read and thought over at leisure. This is not something you should read in a hurry. Many years back, I used to live in an apartment that had bay windows in one room. From where I could see a bit of the sea in the distance and inhale its scent. Once the curtains were pulled, it formed a cozy corner cut off from the rest of the room. I used to sit here and read and gaze at the sea. and this is the place where i want to read this book cut off from the rest of the world with the distant sound of the waves in the background it's here that i want to read about the concierge rene and the precocious 12 year old paloma i have a trigger warning for you because there is mention of suicide in this episode and also in the book so Who are Rene and Paloma? My dearest listeners, they are the two main protagonists of The Elegance of the Hedgehog. So rather than narrate the story, I thought I will take you into the lives of these two main protagonists and in the process you will get an idea of what the book is about. Rene is the 54-year-old concierge of an upscale apartment building in Paris. It has eight exclusive apartments and very very wealthy people like ex-ministers and businessmen live in these apartments. Renée has been working here for the past 27 years. She has never had a chance to go to college or higher education or look for another job. She landed up as a concierge and she's been there for so many years. But Renée has an insatiable thirst for knowledge and learning she is a self-taught person and rene leads a double life she has discovered early in life that the cloak of mediocrity is a very good disguise and that people do not look beyond what they expect to see An apartment concierge is considered an unremarkable person with unremarkable stereotypical behavior. Fat, frumpy, boring. 
cooking easy meals like cabbage soup or microwavable dinners, constantly watching soap operas loudly on television, dressing shabbily and generally leading a very ordinary life with no ambitions or desires. And this is where Rene is different. She knows what the world expects to see from her and she gives them that so that she can pursue her genuine interests undisturbed. Rene stays in a part of the ground floor foyer. Um, her living space has a hall where the residents come to collect their mail or to pay their bills. And Rene has a television that's constantly playing some inane program. The volume is set very high and she's seen to shop for simple TV dinners and cabbage. But the real Rene is someone who is not at all like this. Rene, the real Rene, is fascinated by art and philosophy and music. She prepares gourmet meals for herself. She loves opera and she reads extensively. She enjoys being by herself and exploring books and movies that intrigue her. She has absolutely no respect for the uber-wealthy who live in the building. And this is Rene in her own words, quote, As I have already explained, I have spent every moment of my existence that could be spared from work in reading, watching films and listening to music. Unquote. Rene loves reading, like I said, and her cat is named Leo after Tolstoy. And although she prefers literature of pre-1910 Russia, she reads everything and also loves the fiction of Michael Connelly and P.D. James and her jazz-loving L.A. detective Harry Bosch. And as for the movies she loves, this is what she says, quote, As for Blade Runner, it's a masterpiece of high-end escapism. For years, my inevitable conclusion has been that the films or the seventh art are beautiful, powerful and soporific and that blockbuster movies are pointless, very moving and immensely satisfying, unquote. So I really didn't know that films were called the seventh art and it is only after reading this book that I came upon this very interesting nugget of information. Now we come to Paloma. Paloma is a very precocious 12-year-old who stays with her family in the same building. Her father, mother and sister are totally caught up in their own lives and have no time for Paloma. Her father is a former minister and her mother has a PhD and she is extremely busy with the activities in her life. Paloma has an older sister who has been accepted with all the popular definitions of success. Paloma herself is teased and bullied in school. She is overlooked at home, where all the attention is on her older sister. Paloma maintains two diaries. In one, she writes about all that she sees around her and her observations about that. In the second one, she notes down her thoughts on art, poetry, the people that she comes across, and also about herself. Paloma is intrinsically lonely, terribly and deeply lonely. And after seeing everything that is going on around her, Paloma has come to the conclusion that if this is all that life has to offer, then she wouldn't want to live like that. 
she takes a decision to burn down the entire building with her in it on her 13th birthday because she feels that that building contains everything that is wrong with the world we can actually take this as the extreme despair of a teenager's mind when she does not feel seen heard or loved by the people around her the chapters alternate between the voices of paloma and rene in the first person and as the reader is exposed to more and more of their thoughts we find how similar these two people from diametrically opposite backgrounds actually are Paloma has a slight suspicion that Rene is hiding something and it is this child who equates Rene to a hedgehog outwardly covered in quills but at the same time fiercely solitary hiding an incredible elegance the person who forms the third part of this triangle the person who brings them in contact with each other is the japanese businessman kakuro ozu who moves into that building kakuro ozu is an incredibly wealthy person who is accepted by all the other inhabitants of that apartment building and he is also accepted by paloma's parents who want an entry into his social circle kakuro in fact sees beyond the outward persona of both rene and paloma he is the magnet who draws out these two lonely individuals because we know that paloma and rene are people whose public persona is very very different from who they really are they are hiding the true nature behind a facade that has been carefully created and they are aware that the true nature will never be appreciated by a world that thrives on stereotyping everyone and that expects people to stay within those prescribed behavioral lines and it is heartwarming when kakuro ozu sees them for who they are and not who they ought to be he's the catalyst in their lives bringing them together and who allows them to let down their guard and kakuro shows rene and paloma that life is not all bleak and there are others like them in this world so kakuro and rene also strike up an unlikely yet deeply satisfying friendship they have long conversations about art culture films music and rene talks freely without dumbing herself down they sit in his apartment and watch movies together movies like the munekata sisters and rene is amazed by how beautiful it is to open up to someone who understands her perfectly and then events that occur at the end of the novel are such that paloma changes her mind to commit suicide and she decides to live yet there is strange sadness at the end of the novel which i am not going to tell you because i really want you guys to read this book because this is the story of three people who come together who elevate each other's lives and who make each other's lives more meaningful the elegance of the hedgehog is really not an easy read there are difficult passages with hard to grasp concepts about philosophy and thoughts the story also meanders a bit through the narrative there are passages which are waxing eloquent on modern cinema philosophy culture privilege and power but 
Even though it's not easy, I felt that this book is truly worth the effort. The writing is so poignant and lyrical and there's a deep beauty in the words of Muriel Barbary. And it has been superbly translated by Alison Anderson. Now here's a couple of lines about drinking tea and how soothing it can be. Quote, Then let us drink a cup of tea. Silence descends. One hears the wind outside. The autumn leaves rustle and take flight. The cat sleeps in a warm pool of light. And with each swallow, time is sublimed. Uncut. So, those are the kind of lines that you will get to read in this book. And uh, another thing is that throughout this book, there are references to movies, work of art, music, which I feel provide a learning in themselves. And uh, when I read it, I had decided that I would explore every single reference uh, to art and movies and music that I read in this book. Unfortunately, I still haven't done that. But when I was preparing for this podcast, I thought I should get back to doing it. I think I will. So that was The Elegance of the Hedgehog by Muriel Barbary, which was translated into English by Alison Anderson. It's a book about uh, the private side of two deeply private individuals. Two individuals who want to lead meaningful lives and who realize that it is not very easy to do that in this world if you want to be true to yourself. So, Elegance of the Hedgehog is a book which I request you guys to read. Uh, take some time out. Keep this book with you. Keep it on the nightstand and read it in the morning. Read Elegance of the Hedgehog. First thing in the morning, wake up, take your cup of coffee or tea, sit with this book, read two pages, then ruminate on it. Then come back the next day. You will enjoy this book, I'm telling you. So, please go read this. And now, let's move on to the book recommendation of the day. If you liked what you heard about the elegance of the hedgehog, then you will surely like Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine by Gail Honeyman. I'll read the blurb of the book. Quote, Eleanor Oliphant leads a simple life. She wears the same clothes to work every day, eats the same meal deal for lunch every day, and buys the same two bottles of vodka to drink every weekend. Eleanor Oliphant is happy. Nothing is missing from her carefully timetabled existence. Except, sometimes, everything. Unquote. So, this is the blurb. And there's something about Eleanor that reminded me of Renee. Because both of them are truly beautiful people who are seen as mediocre by the world. Both of them find happiness by themselves and I love them for it. This book actually, Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine, is a permanent member of my top 10 all-time list of favorite books. You know, take a chance on Eleanor Oliphant, go and read about her life and go and read about this truly, truly wonderful person, Eleanor Oliphant. So we've got two people, two lovely people that we need to read about today. One is Renee, who's a concierge, and the other is the Eleanor Oliphant. So that was today's episode, Winding Down. And uh, lovely, lovely, lovely people.
like i always keep telling you and i feel so grateful and i feel so thankful that i have a place where i can come to where i can talk to you about the things that i love the most so you guys please take good care of yourself please find happiness within yourself and come back next week where we will meet again and talk about another forgotten book if you have anything that you want to tell me if you want any message that you want to send to me then do send me a message on instagram where i am the greedy reader or you can send me a message on my website www.thegreedyreader.com or message me on my youtube channel which is again <laughs> the greedy reader so do send me your suggestions your feedback your comments or anything that you would like to share with me and i'll come back next week until we meet again love you guys so much have a great weekend ahead bye bye